Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum, dear brothers and sisters. Today, the situation keeps getting worse and worse. Every single day in that specific part of the world where the censorship is so much that you cannot even take the names, in that part of the world, the place which was considered safe at one point, the central part of that strip of land, is now surrounded by tanks. And people are being pummeled in hospitals in situations where they have no hope. There's no way to go. Initially, they said that you shouldn't be in the north side. Then they went into the central side, pushing people out to the south. Where does this end? There is no end in sight. People are dying by thousands every single day. There is, There are people in like the heads of South Africa, heads of Japan, UN Special Envoy. Everyone is calling out, like for example, this report from the UN Special Rapporteur has expressed urgent concern over the massacre of civilians, highlighting the struggles that they're facing. And then there is special... The circumstances are, are dire. Like you see the videos, you see the pictures. They show like people under the rubble and they were just at their homes. They didn't do anything. The children, the hospitals are lined with dead bodies. This is something that is unimaginable. You cannot even think about these kind of things in normal life. Like people have one child. If that child gets sick, people are like sick to their stomach. If a person loses one child, they are sick to their life. They cannot even, they do not even want to live over there in that place of world where they do not, they are living in hell right now. Every single day, they do not, they see with their eyes, dead bodies, parts, lifting the parts, body parts, and taking them into different parts, charred bodies. And what do they do? They have to continue living by seeing these horrific scenes and then moving on to capture other buildings where this might be the same scene. Now think about these children who have frightening eyes who have fear in their eyes they're trembling they're shaking they have no idea who is alive and who is dead they have no idea who to call and what to do at this point is there any place in the world that this is happening now i would like to highlight like this situation has happened before and many a times before but the gruesome nature of things that we witness today we haven't seen in the past i do want to say that there were times there have been times in rongia in kashmir in yemen when hundreds of thousands of people have been killed but because of blackouts because of other things the scene did not come through and that is exactly what's happening right now even with all the with all the equipment, with the presence of media, with the presence of equipment where the images are coming through in different social media sites, the majority, the mainstream media sites like the CNN, the Insta, uh, or the other social media sites, they're not showing these images. 
and it is intentional because that is a media blockage so people do not know what is happening and i would like to highlight at this point that there are two different dimensions of actions that need to be taken one dimension of action is very clear that we have to educate ourselves about what allah wants from us because there are narrations from the quran for example allah Ta'ala mentions in surah al-baqarah verse 273 about sadaqa that charity is for those in need who in Allah's cause are restricted from travel and cannot move about in the land seeking for whatever they want. The ignorant man thinks that because of their modesty, they are free from want. Thou shall know them by their mark. They beg not import because from all the... And those are the people who deserve to get sadaqa. So one of the things that we should think about is how can we help these people in need? It is really difficult to help these people in need through sadaqa, through charity right now because they're being pushed out of their land. Their land is being taken away inch by inch every single hour, meter by meter, kilometer by kilometer. They are being pushed to the south ultimately to be pushed out of their land. That's where the circumstances are going. And Allah Ta'ala mentions in Surah Anfal, the worst of the people in the sight of Allah are the deaf and dumb, those who do not understand. So this is the key point, my dear brothers and sisters. We have to open the eye of our intellect. We have to differentiate between right and wrong. We have to know what is our responsibility at this time. We cannot be a deaf and dumb person during these times because the deaf and dumb people are the ones who are hated the most by Allah because Allah has given us intellect. Intellect gives us the power to differentiate between right and wrong. Intellect gives us the power to know where to act and where to keep quiet. And that's why there are narrations from the Imams salam in Biharul Anwar where it is clearly mentioned that when there are times, when there are, that if you are in front of a tyrannical ruler, if you are in front of a ruler against from whom you are scared for your life you have to keep quiet because those people will lead towards your destruction because that is what shaitan wants so it is imperative upon the shia of al-bayt if they are in a situation where they cannot speak to speak to stay quiet. On the other hand, it is imperative upon the Shias of Ahlul Bayt that to convey the message of the covenant because the covenant has to stay alive. Now, I want to highlight the problems, the core of the problem right now in the world and the dehumanizing things that we see today. We see and experience today in one part of the world but also we have seen over the past hundreds of years is because of one simple reason that is because Allah made a promise Allah said that if you follow that path I will give you all the blessings from heavens and earth Allah also made a promise that O Prophet convey the message 
convey the message and if you did not convey you did not convey anything that you did in surah al-maida verse 67 before that in verses 65 and 66 allah mentions that if jews and christians had followed what was revealed to them Allah would have given them blessings from heavens and earth. So Allah is essentially not mentioning Muslims in those two verses, 65 and 66. He is mentioning right after that, O Prophet, convey the message that has been delivered to you. If you did not do that, you did not deliver anything. So this message has the power to bring all the benefits of heavens and earth. The problem is that Muslims ignored this message. What was this message? That was the message that the Prophet delivered at Ghadir al-Khum. That was the message about not only the wilaya of Al-Bayt not only the wilaya of Imam Ali not only about the wilaya and the interconnection between the Al-Bayt the Ithrayat and the Quran, but also the institution of Imama because Allah has promised in Quran that Allah has promised that there are people in Surah Al-Azab, Bismillah ar-Rahman that Allah's firm stance is that Allah will take away all of the risks and impurity away from you like keep it away not take away keep it away from you mean that these are the only people in the world who are pure and these are the pure of the pures and they are the ones chosen by allah to lead the nation to lead the humanity towards their end goal that is blessings from heavens and earth now I do want to highlight over here that these blessings can come in many forms. They can come in forms of risk. They can come in the form of children. They can come in the form of peace and tranquility. They can come in the form of good weather and lack of destruction due to weather and natural disasters. It can come in the form of peaceful nights and happy gatherings these can come in the form of many many different things but allah has promised that these blessings will come when people conform to that covenant and that is exactly when the prophet made the dua he said that oh allah be with them who observe this covenant and do not be with them who deny this covenant and by the way if you and i would like to corroborate this particular speech the sermon of the prophet on the day of ghadir with with the narration the hadith qudsi where allah has said that whoever denies allah whoever denies or accepts Allah and denies the Prophet or accepts Allah and the Prophet and denies the wilaya of Imam Ali or accepts Allah, the Prophet and Imam Ali but denies the wilaya and imama of any of the 11 imams from the progeny of Sayyidah Fatima Zahra, he will not receive the bounties of Allah. His prayers will not be accepted. His du'as will not be accepted. His destination will not be the best of destinations. And that exactly is what the Prophet prayed for in that day on that day in that sermon of Ghadir. now if you think about 
all of these things come bring these things together to the point that we witness today what do we witness today we witness inhumane behavior against the muslims we witness inhumanity treating muslims like animals like not even animals there are times in the western world where you can see that animals are treated much better even if there is an animal who's passing by a road let me tell you this that if you see an animal passing by a road and an animal is injured and a person goes and picks that animal and someone makes a video that video will go viral because people consider animals much more important but when there are thousands of children losing their lives not only their lives their body parts being thrown out into the roads under the rubble and in front of their parents there is no mention of humanity this is dehumanizing behavior this dehumanizing behavior why does it continue when people know what humanity is when people know what reality is when people know what they should be doing why does this dehumanizing behavior continues today even after the protests even after all the difficulties why does it continue i'll pause at this point and bring another point why do all the muslim nations when they say this hadith that the muslims are like one body if a body part hurts the entire body should feel the pain this is the hadith that every muslim child is taught in school as part of islamic studies by the prophet from the prophet now if that hadith is learned by everyone why aren't the islamic countries reacting why aren't they hurting why aren't the governments hurting about this now that point is addressed by the point that we talked about last time about the curse of money the second point i would like to highlight today is because none of this will be solved no matter how hard people try none of this will be solved till that covenant that prayer that the prophet made that hadith qudsi that came to the prophet from angel jibrail from allah that those sermons that sayyida fatima zahra salam gave before she passed away though that covenant of ghadir is restored nothing will be solved and all of these things will be repeated again and again so we have a choice either we understand the core problem and make towards trying to address the core problem or keep on living our lives seeing the destruction that we see and repeat the history will repeat itself every several years and nothing will change because that covenant was broken by the early muslims who were with the prophet at the time of hajj may allah help us to understand the problem and address the core and solve it so that we can live in a prosperous society. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.